fun. And we are fuck. Is it okay? I think it's recording. Yeah, we are recording. Hold on. Hold on. One second. One second. And we are recording with Mr. Eric Lujan. Not Lujan. Not not Lou not Lou Han Eric <laughs> Lou Han asked beforehand I was it's L U H A N I was just asking him beforehand I'm like is it Lou Han Lou Han he's like it's Lou Han man and I told him hey give me some fucking patience I'm a, I'm a white Irish pig who lived in Georgia for 15 years so to me it looks like Eric Lou Han and uh, that's what it is. So uh, don't worry, man. Everybody goes by Lujan. Lujan. So, Lujan. Yeah. Eric, Eric Lujan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, that probably just pissed off a lot of people because you're not allowed to make accents anymore, but I don't care. Eric Lujan. It's my last name, so it's okay. You can make fun of my last you're name. To, <laughs> I see. I get. I got the card from him. I'm allowed to. I'm Eric Lujan. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, Eric, real quick, buddy, introduce yourself. You've been on here uh, twice before. Um, you were uh, driven. I got and I met you through Doctor Alejandro Diaz, that saint of a man, and exactly. um, you were driven out of Ukraine and the life you built there uh, from the Russian invasion. And I believe you are setting up shop in in Spain and the family. For all all things considered, the family's doing well. And, um, but yeah, man, yeah. what's going on? Well, uh, oh, it's, it's going, you know, it's, it's a little hard. It's not the same as, uh, what we had when, uh, in Ukraine, of course, but it's, it's going a little by little. Uh, we've been still, we, we're still helping. That's what we're doing. We, we're still helping people down there and, uh, trying to do something for Ukraine. Uh, first thing, uh, people got tired. I guess everybody got tired of um, war, you know, and this is something very interesting because uh, they started it. It's the way I see it. It's like a, a, a race of a horse. When they take off, they take off so fast, you know, mm -hmm. wow. but on the middle of it, somehow happens, some, something happens to the horse and they slow down. For some reason. I think that's probably expected though. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, we, we we did expected it. There's a lot of people that they got tired of it. There's a lot of Ukrainians they need help. They 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 uh they started it really good, but now they're it's bad. It's bad. And you know, you know this. This is uh, something that I'm I'm really concerned because what are they going to do? What what are we going to do? Uh, it's we like I said, we've been trying to help. We've been doing the most we can. Uh, I'm not a hero. There's no heroes here that we try. The the real heroes. We were talking about this today, me and my wife, which was very interested. Um, there's a uh, there's a lot of a lot of people that they're trying to be PR, you know, uh, very trying to get famous by through this. And I I just it just happened not too long ago. 
they were, you know, they're, they're trying to help, but at the same time, they call the TV and trying to show off and all these things uh, and trying to say that they are the, the heroes of this. Well, they are. They're helping. It's good. It's good to help. I'm not saying it's not, it's something easy because I'm doing it. But the real heroes are up there. You know, the real guys, there are, there are kids up there. They don't have parents. There are kids up there. They don't have father right now because of war. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Like we were talking about, about this with my, um, with my wife today. And because my brother-in-law, he's he's right there in war right now, and he's in red zone. And uh, we were saying, well, who's who's the who's the real hero, the guy who's up there right now trying to do something for for the country, and and not only for the country, you know, I'm I'm really thinking about it, and these guys are fighting for the rest of the world, you know, to tell the truth, and they're trying to do something for everybody. Uh, so these other guys, they don't, they don't, you know, they don't get involved with the other, with the other countries. I don't know, I don't know, man. I just feel that way, you know. And it, it's it's hard, it's hard. And like I said, we just try to do the best we can. But uh, people slow down, and they're tired of it. We are tired. Everybody's tired, I guess. But this is the this is the hardest part, I believe. This is the hardest part where everything comes down, and I don't know, man. It just feels uh, like nobody cares anymore. Disillusioning. Yeah. Yeah, it's with any endeavor with any long-term endeavor you mm -hmm. do you start with that beginning horse mentality you're just on adrenaline you don't need sleep let's go let's go let's go and it's great but the real the real fight is what do you do six months in nine months in when you're not amped up it's day 300 and you realize you still got to go and it's not novel, it's not new, but you still have to show up every day. And that's kind of where the real strength comes in. And I don't, you know, I don't have an answer for that. What do you do when people get, you know, stopped? And, you know, it's like the most I think about it, admittedly, is when I have you on, right? You know, I, sure, I see it in the news and it's a little thing here and there. But I, I go about my day. I'm in America, just going, going to the gym, reading books, interviewing people. But, you know, when's the last time I had you on? Three months ago? Four months ago? Like, this is the most I'm thinking and talking about it in four months. I'm yeah. I'm able to just, it's in there, and then I put it away, and I go about my life. And that's not the case. You're still yeah. there. You're still doing it every oh, single day. And uh, you start to realize that it's not a movie. There isn't always a happy ending. Yeah. You're just watching this happen, and it's a long... I mean, it's the oldest, it's the oldest, it's the oldest recurring theme in mankind. And it's just slaughter. It's just the war of attrition, the slow grinding of the machine. And it doesn't give a fuck about you. And it just keeps going forward. It's, 
I mean, I can only imagine, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I can only imagine you, you probably do hit a point where it starts as we're going to beat them, we're going to push them back. You probably do hit a point where you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Why, 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 why don't I just go to America? Why don't I just stay in Spain? Why don't I live my life? Because you have your, I find it with this podcast all the time, whenever I'm trying to like enact a big change. Sometimes I'll just sit there and be like, what am I, what am I, why don't I just go get a girlfriend and a dog and live my life? Like, what do I, why am I fighting for something? So why don't I just live my life? And, you know, I, I don't think that there's a whole lot of fault in that to look at what's going on. I mean, it's, it's trillion dollar war budgets duking it out. Thousands, tens of thousands dead tanks and missiles and satellites and planes yeah, at a certain point, if I'm you, I'm just like, my wife and kids are alive. Like, why don't I just, and I, you know, it's not a sexy answer. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but I'm just putting myself in. You know, it it, it is, it is tough because uh, sometimes I do think, you know, I, I just like what I'm doing. I have to, I should just like, and just dedicate to my family and start something up, you know, something good for them. Let's just, just work on my, you know, doing some business good and and get up again on my feet again. But for some reason, someone else comes and calls me and says, you know what, there's another family here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to help. And there are, they just got here. For example, we were uh, recollecting uh, toys for Ukrainian kids, and it was it was actually very cool, man. We we recollected so many toys, so much stuff for for the kids. Um, <clears throat> it was it was very very nice uh, taking uh, taking these toys to. Uh, to Ukraine and, and teaching and, and and you know giving this to them it was very nice especially the even the kids here you know because we, we have kids here they're Ukrainians and they also need help they're just not we don't really we not only have the kids and the families from Ukraine to help we also have the families and the kids from here and actually the ones from here some of them they most of them they are women and kids by themselves you know, and it's terrible. So they don't have a toy, and there's these these kids. They're missing their 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 parent, their father, most likely, and they need you know something. So we we started collecting toys and and everything we could for them, and it was nice. I mean, I feel good about it, you know. But every time that I want to give up. something comes up and doesn't let me man doesn't let me so i guess i have to continue to when this ends i don't know you know just like I, I, it's it's hard because i try to push myself but people it, it's different you know they don't have the same mentality i have and they did not win what i went through you know, 
and my family because I, I lived the same thing that Ukrainians did moving out from there because of a war, because of everything. And coming out from there, it was terrible, all these hours and everything that we did, you know, just like um, with those burritos that I told you that we met, you know, we did. And it, it is it's difficult, man, it's still difficult. And not too long ago, uh, we sent uh, some trucks and everything. And the thing is that we need the help we need actually a good type of help too, you know, not only uh, we need help things that the people can send good stuff. And a lot of people gives trash to it. You know, this is another thing that I, I have to deal with because there's things I have to grab and say, oh, this is trash completely. Uh, there's medicines, there's all kinds of, even toys that I had to, you know, throw away. I know they're trying to do the, the best they can. I know they're trying to help, but I think we have to do it another way. You know, there, there's, there's, there's ways to do it. You know, if we, we, if we really want to help, let's do it with a heart. You know, I, I feel this way now because it's, it's, it's been through a lot of stuff. Um, there, there's one thing I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, <laughs> These uh, these drivers, they went down there. I'm just not going to say the names, of course, nothing like that. I just want to say that they went down there, and I got sick. I got very sick. My lungs got, you know, uh, I got very sick, and I couldn't do anything. You know, I uh, I was trying. I was going to go down there, and I couldn't. And they left the first uh, the first trucks. They left down there. And they got mad because I couldn't go down there. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm very sick. And I'm going to leave my family here with no one. You know? And uh, it, it, it was difficult. It was difficult for me and for my family uh, because there, there's, there's things that people don't understand still. Uh, me leaving my family, it was like leaving my heart because I, I don't, for the other people, when they go down there, when they go inside, yeah, they're going, it's hard, it's a lot of days, three days to go down there, but they know they have to come back and they have a house. They have a family here respecting them. Not only wife and kids, they have mom, they have dad, they have uncles, they have all these things, you know, and and it's it's hard, man, because I I can't leave my family. I and I, I where with who? I only have my kids and my wife here. That's it. There's no uncles. There's no mommy. There's no dad. It has been difficult. Uh, my wife's uh, father passed away not too long ago, and we couldn't be there. This is all the stuff that we're like losing because of war, and and it's it's hard, man. It's hard, and the people I, I don't know if they see this, you know. And this is where sometimes I said, "Man, I I just want to quit." 
But like I said, there's more coming and they need help. And if, I don't know, maybe if I, I, I just feel that I need to, I need to continue, you know, it's important. But I want to help without being uh, famous on TV. I don't really care about that. You know, it's, it's, I, I love talking to you because you're from out there and the people down there sees what, what's going on here. But here, I don't, I go quiet, man. I stay, I stay low, you know, but others, they try to make a show out of it. And I think it's wrong because they, they, they try, they try to show themselves as the heroes and, and the heroes are inside. Here. You that's an unfortunate aspect though, I think, of every human tragedy, conflagration, war, disaster. Be it today in Ukraine, be it ten years ago, be it a thousand years ago. That's always an aspect. It is it's an unfortunate thing, but I think it's something that you kind of just have to brush off. There will always be people that take the disaster and say, Look at me, I'm helping. They're gonna yeah. do that. There's nothing you can do about them. Just move on. Don't 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 pay them too much attention. Just they're assholes. They're doing it today. They would have done it a hundred years ago. If there's an earthquake tomorrow, they'd be right there saying, "Look at me. I'm picking up the rubble." It's not worth. It's not worth the time of day. Yeah. Don't pay attention to it. And uh, going back down there. Uh... There's things happening big time, man. I don't know when this is going to end, if it's going to end. It's, it feels like there's no end of it. They don't have light right now. Yeah. It's cold as heck. Uh, last night, I think it was like minus 17, I think, 14. You know, I don't know. It's, it's cold, man. And, and there's no light. Yeah. But you know what? I love from Ukraine's. The sense, the, the sense of humor they have. They're making jokes <clears throat> of where they said that the woman, you know that the master chef, master chef when they're yeah. cooking. Well, you know how they go five, four, three, two. They're making this count. All right. Well, imagine this: that their Ukrainians are playing with mm -hmm. this when they say, "Okay, let's start," and they start cooking, and then they say. Five, four, three, two, one, and lights off. So they can continue cooking, you know? They kind of go these kind of stuff, and they're making jokes out of it. We have to. It's yeah. the only thing that keeps you sane. Yeah. I mean, how did we start this podcast? It was you saying it's Luhan, man. Yeah, You'll go insane if you don't. You have to sit there and, and make your... Because it's a natural painkiller. It's a way of making light of it. There's no other thing to do. You have to laugh at it. It's a, it's a defense mechanism. It's no different than, it's no different than alcohol. It's no different than, it's no different than a painkiller. It's, it's a way to, it's a way to let go of the burden of reality. I don't think there's anything wrong with with that. I, I do. <clears throat> how does it change your view on? You know, it's we we never we never give a shit about something until we need it. You don't care 
you never put any thought thought into whether or not your your door locks until all of a sudden one in a million someone tries to break into your i remember somebody broke into the house i lived in in college and all of a sudden it was just like a thing you think would never happen to you you're like oh oh my god that's real you uh, the door needs to lock i know that's kind of a silly analogy to use it's something as uh, immense as the war in ukraine but how does it change your view on something like there's no right or wrong answer on something like like military spending or something right yeah as someone that lives in the united states i've known nothing but happiness and opportunity i never had any i've never gone without a meal there's never a bomb's never gone off i've never even seen a hint of warfare and it's easy when you live in a cozy society to look at something like how much money the United States spends on military. And you're like, why do we need that? And then I'll interview guys that are in the military and they're like, you don't know how fucked the rest of the world is. How does that change your mind when you are seeing the reality of what has happened? It, it's, it's carried out by military forces. There are guns and bombs and tanks and planes and artillery. And Despite that it's 2022 and we have Wi-Fi and microphones and smartphones and Netflix and we are still very much these these primal beasts. The methods have changed. It's not a bow and arrow. It's a tank. But we are still very much, if given the chance, will literally slaughter each other to piles of blood and organs just to have a temporary advantage on a fleeting country. How has it changed your mind on, on, and I, I, I don't even, not even with America, with anything, with anyone, how has that affected your mind? I mean, on, on one hand, I can imagine where it might go in the entire opposite direction. You're like, this is all evil. We need to stop. On the other hand, it might push you and say, you need to have the biggest military possible because this shit is real and it will, you'll go from living in Ukraine to a year later, you're in Spain with your family going, what the fuck happened? How, how has it changed your mind on sort of the, the raw, the raw power projection that countries need, that it's not kumbaya. When you look at a map and you see all the countries, it's not just, oh, we're all just holding hands. We're removed from it because we are in a relatively civilized era of, of, of human history but then you see what happens when one nation decides to invade another it's still very real how, how has that just changed your mind on all of it there's no right or right no right or wrong answer yeah it, it's, it's just like it's it's hard man but you know like you said a u.s has all these and they spend all kinds of money and all kinds of stuff and weapons and everything. But think about it. Bless, God bless America, man. Because why? They're, they're helping others right now. If it wasn't for U.S., Ukraine's, I don't know what will happen to them right now. You know, they need these guns. But at the same time, it, it is hard. It is terrible. Guns, you know, just they're killing. Sure. And we're not talking about it, like you know they're not playing golf they're killing each other yeah you know and 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 it's true what you said oh man why is us spend so much money on guns you know well why 
this is the reason. So no one will do what they're doing to Ukraine. Yeah. You know, because otherwise, I guess, you know, anybody will try to do something to it, especially, you, you know, U.S. Cause, but that's with every country, man. It's just like they try to get, uh, get guns or anything just to protect themselves. And I see it now that, like, I was, I was like you, you know, I was like other people too, like saying, hey, why they're spending so much money on guns? Hey, there's so much hunger, you know? But if you really think about it, if they didn't spend this much on guns and protection, it, it could be worse. And and that's like the scary realization is when yes. you go, hey, I'm guilty of it too. Mm -hmm. I've been that kid smoking pot gun. Why are we spending so much money on bombs, dude? We just got to feed everybody. And I I get it. That's a noble idea. I don't think there's anything wrong with having and that's that's a beautiful thing that humans do tend to think that way. Why do we need these weapons? I think that's a good thing. I think the really kind of sad reality is that this is prob as bad as the world is, this is probably best case scenario. Yeah. You know, you you see someone, I don't know, go to World War One, right? And they uh, and you, know, you get shot in the leg and the doctor cuts it off. <clears throat> In that moment, you might look at, oh, my God, why did you cut my leg off? I have one leg now. And then the doctor sits you down and goes, listen, 99 out of 100 soldiers die because you get an infection. It goes in your blood and it goes to your heart. So be thankful that we have the technology to cut your leg off. And you yeah. might go, thank God they cut my leg off. And and that may be wrong. You know, I'm not I'm not immune to that idea that you and I might be wrong. And obviously, if you can't tell, I'm a fan of America. Yep. I do, I'm not ignorant to the fact that we do spend almost a trillion dollars on weapons. I'm very aware of the homeless problem, of the wealth disparity, of the hunger. I'm not, I'm not stupid. I, I do see it all. And yeah. my, my belief and reasoning to support a strong military is because I genuinely think that this is the least worst case scenario as bad as the world is yeah. Yeah. hey man someone's gonna someone's gonna rule the world that's yeah. nature abhors a vacuum whether it's dinosaurs or humans someone's gonna run the world i'd rather it be us and yeah. that's not a i get it that's not a sexy answer like you said they're not golfing they're murdering each i'm with you it, it's terrible man they're, they're like doing Horrible stuff, man. It, it, I can tell you things, you know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed, but, you know, there's things that I know one of them from lots of them that it, it killed my heart. One that a, a baby, one-year-old baby, what's going to do to you a, a one-year-old baby, man? Nothing. A baby, one year old baby, you know, and and we think about it, you know, it's it's hard, it, it, it's terrible, it's terrible, things like that with a with one baby. Imagine a candle. What can you do with a candle? Think about a candle. What do you think about a candle? A candle, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Because you light yourself, it's something very special. 
A candle can help to do things. But a candle can also do very terrible things. I never thought about that. A baby was being raped by a candle. A baby. One year old. It's this kind of stuff. What? This is where you think we need more weapons. We need to defend. We need to protect. We need to help more. You know? Because whoever's doing this kind of stuff, it's 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 not human, man. It's it, that is kind of where I always come back to. Because, you know, I interview these guys in Delta Force and, like, the shit they see. <clears throat> and they're like, yeah, man, you, you know, we'll, like, in Iraq or something, they'd, like, raid, like, a warlord's home. And they'll find, like, a five-year-old girl, like, chained to a bed who's been raped repeatedly and has, like, a bag tied over her head. And she's five. And... You do kind of, it, your mind clarifies, and it's not why can't we all be friends and hold hands? Your mind clarifies, and you go, I need a fucking shotgun and a lot of ammo. And that's a, I'm, I'm not, again, you and I aren't blind to the fact that a lot of money goes to this, and there are still a lot of problems in the world. But how else do you fight? someone that rapes a five-year-old girl or rapes a one-year-old with a candle. Do you... Did, did Hitler surrender because we asked him nicely? Did the Japanese, did they step down and say, you know what, America, you're right? No, it was the white-hot death of an atomic bomb. And that's yeah. sad, man. I don't make light of it. No mm. part of me wants this. Of course not. No Much, one, but no, none of us, you know, it's just, it's... it's, it's... It's something that you, like you said, you want a shotgun just to do something about it because you Make feel sure scared. it never happens to anyone you love. Exactly. And that's. I, I, man, I, I got my kids. I got Leonardo that is two years old and uh, Diana is four years old. And when I hear these terrible Those awesome. things, Those are awesome I just, names, by the way. Thanks, Leonardo, man. Leonardo and what? Diana. 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 Those are awesome names, man. Why why was I stuck with Tommy? <laughs> I could have been Leonardo. <laughs> Come on, mom and dad. Sorry. They're gonna but they're gonna kill me, man. About this. My my uh, the way they fix their their names down there, it's kind of weird. Because my son's name is Leonardo Ederi. Horatzi. Eric Kidno, Ederigno, Luhan, Hernandez, Eshpak. What the fuck? Yes, they have my whole name, man. That's awesome. <laughs> they have my whole name. Eric is Eric Kidno. Ederigno is Eder. And then they have my last name with Luhan Hernandez, which, you know, they have to have it. 
But plus, my wife's name and uh, last name is Spock. And so it's imagine they're going to, instead of having a, a little in, in school, like a little, uh, what's it called? Gaffet. They were going to have a freaking uh, <laughs> Yeah, the full, whole full piece of tape. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> See? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that. Sorry. Going back to that, man, it's, it's, you know, I got my kids and I would hate it. I, I, I don't know. I will not only hate it, you know, I will be, I don't know what we'll do. I will lose myself, you know, if anything happened to them. Yeah. I imagine how the, the, the parents of these kids, of these people, you know, they, they were feeling, you know, and, and they're doing it in front of the parents. Jesus Christ. Just, just imagine. I mean, these guys, they just go and tie their parents and they do things to their kids just to, you know, I don't know what they're trying to prove. They're not, they're not soldiers. They're just normal people. You're trying to break the will of the people that you want to be. You know, you can keep fighting. I've never been in war, so obviously I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I imagine you can keep fighting if shit all around you blows up. I can imagine you can keep fighting if your best friend dies. I think they're probably, you, you're going to break the will. You're trying to break the fighting spirit. Right, you can have your home destroyed. You can have your car lit on fire. If they rape your child in front of you, I don't have children. I don't even. I can't imagine. That probably breaks your spirit. They're probably the strongest person. It probably com. It's probably a level of dissociation that I can't put into words. It probably. You you probably go mad. You probably go insane. You leave this reality. And that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to break the will. Yeah. I mean, you saw what they're doing to the people. Imagine what you, you I, I mm -hmm. send you videos and, and you see what they do to these, these soldiers mm -hmm. and those guns that, that they're, they're finding it's, it's from Russians leaving them, you know, so they can explode or something. For normal people, man, inside the houses, they're hiding all these kind of stuff. And then when they, I don't know, I don't know what they're doing with this kind of guns, but I'm I'm sure they're not doing nothing right, you know. Um, I feel very frustrated about this, that I cannot do anything, you know. And the more... The more I see, man, it, it just it, it gets worse and worse. And my friends are calling me, and my brother-in-law, and they 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 tell us about the news. They tell us what's going on down there, and it gets worse. It, it because they they also get tired. The soldiers from the other side they also get tired, and it's difficult. There's a there's an ONG here. You know what's an ONG? A what? O ONG. 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 Yeah, it's like a it's like a place they're helping that they do help for people that they're coming from other countries. I think it's ONG. I'm not sure. N NGO. 
NGO. Oh, yeah, I think so. NGO. A non-governmental organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're doing this kind of stuff and they're trying to help, you know, they're saying all these things. Okay, whatever. Um, but I saw the other day a couple uh, Russian guys there. No woman. These, these are guys. It was Russian guys. And I asked them, hey, to this to these people, hey, these are the Russians, yeah. Be careful. And they're like, no, they're okay. They're running away from the war. Oh. Um, I got. I was surprised, and I was going to ask him, "Wow, I did not know that Russia was in war in their country." They're not having homicides, you know. They're not having these kind of uh, things. What is going on in Ukraine? I don't think they have. Why they're running? Uh, I just think it's it's weird, man. The way they're they're thinking. They're not running. There's no war in their homeland. To maybe. No. And this probably isn't my place to say it, but to maybe extend empathy, they might just be a Russian Eric Lujan. They're a guy, no, their country is not being invaded, but they might look at what the Russian military is doing and feel as helpless as you. You know, they might be thinking like, what the fuck? Maybe they might be thinking, what the fuck am I? Do you know what happens if you speak up against Putin? They might be just as scared as you and know there's not, a war in their homeland. But this... The maybe... thing is that you should... It's it's weird. I, I understand that a lot of sure. people could be like that. But listen, there's a lot of Russians. They are coming, but they still doing things to Ukrainians. A woman right here in Germany got beat up by a couple guys and a and a lady that these guys were Russians and the lady was Russian and they hit the kids and the lady and the girl and the woman. So they were hitting her and they were beating up her. And then this is not the first case. If you Google in Spain when the war just started it, I believe it was like Russian, I don't know, it was like a holiday Russian, and they were doing something in Madrid. And there's this lady that was Ukrainian, and she grabbed like a cardboard and saying, Russia, please stop war. That's all what she was doing. All the Russians grab her, just throwing her things. I mean, it's an it's an internet. Google it up. Uh, woman Ukrainian from uh, uh, in Madrid. You will see. Then the police were grabbing the Ukrainian woman out of there, like very bad. This is and this is this happened in in uh, in Madrid, man. And it's in it's in uh, Google. Um, YouTube, I'm sure I've seen it before. Like, and, and there's many cases of this. 
many of them. Uh, the other day we were thinking, we were talking about this and they said that 80% of Russians believe that it's okay what they're doing. And it's, it's true. I, I have, we have all the proof of the information they send, that 80% of Russians saying that it's okay. I mean, I, I don't believe that all the Russians are bad, you know? It's like, it has to be like everything. In fact, I have a, a very, very good friend who lives in Mexico, and his name, Igor. <laughs> and he's Russian, man. But he took off long time ago from Russia because of, of this. He says, no, I can't live in my country. Why? I don't believe what they're doing there. You know? I, I, I don't know what, I don't know, man. It's just like, it's getting worse and worse for people getting tired of it. Very bad. I don't think you can stop fighting you specifically. And I don't mean that in some, you know, never give up bullshit. I mean, I don't think you're capable of stopping because you clearly have all of this in your head. If you didn't keep fighting, this is all you would think about. It's the reason why I push forward on the podcast is I can't stop. If I ever try, every once in a while, I'll take a day off. I'm done with the podcast. It's stupid. It's... Uh, I try to play video games. I'm thinking about the podcast. I'm trying to drink drink beer, thinking about the pot. I'll get fucked up and I'll start emailing guests and scheduling it. Eventually, you just come to peace with this is your journey and to keep going and to take it a day at a time. I don't think you specifically could be at peace not fighting. It sounds like you maybe need a day off, but I think that's why you're going to continue to fight is your mind is fixated on this. And I think you are, you're doing just like we talked about how, no, it's not good to spend money on weapons, but it's probably the best case scenario. No, it's not good to fixate on this thing between two countries that is so far above you. However, I think you're probably fighting in the best possible way. And that's, you're helping families. You're doing what you can do. So at least you're doing something. Because if you did nothing and just went every day, you just looked at this shit on the news, you'd go crazy. You'd blow your head off. You're doing something. And it's, is it going to change the tide of the war? Probably not. But if it gives you peace, and it's certainly not nothing to the people who you're helping, then keep going. And I know, again, I'm very aware that it's easy for me to say that in the United States, and I'm not over there, and I have no fucking idea what's going on. But... This is your fight and what you are doing is helpful. And I guarantee you the people who you are impacting, they don't think it's nothing. And no, you're probably not going to be in the history books when they talk about the Russian Ukrainian war. And there's not going to be a, cha a chapter on Eric Luha. No, you're you and I we're we're going into the, we're going in the trash bin. We're going to be fucking, we're going to be a, a footnote of a book that was never sold, whatever. Right. But again, like we said, we don't care. We're not we're not doing it for that. Nah. Keep keep doing what you're doing, man. It's you, you have no idea who you're impacting, even if you don't impact anything. 
even if yeah. it has no effect, at least you can go to bed and you're like, I fucking tried. That's an internal piece that no one can take away from you. When you try your hardest, I remember in college, I studied nonstop for this one test for like two straight weeks and I failed it. But you know what? I went home and I was like, I did everything I could. If you fail a test and don't try, that sucks. But I remember I was like, I got, I think I got a 63 on a physics test. And I just kind of threw it at the ceiling. And I went, I did my best. I skipped a date with a girl. I didn't go to a football game. I didn't drink for like a month. All I did was study. And I still failed it because I'm an idiot. But I was at peace. I was like, I did it all. And that's, I don't know if that's helpful. But I mean, at the very least, man, fight for the internal peace of Eric. And then if you can for the peace of your family and extend slowly outwards from there. You know, thanks. I, I really appreciate all this. Believe me, it's like, I feel, I feel good, man. And I also would like to, yeah, uh, I, I want you to, since you have uh, some time, I want you to talk to my wife. Sure. You know why? Because it's going to be different. You're going to, Feel, you you feel it with me because I'm, I'm always with and it's it's but she's the the, the blood pure Ukrainian. Oh. You know? Imagine she's the, she, it, it's like me and you when they talk about U.S. you know or Mexico for me or in U.S. whatever you know we we're like hey hold on hold on my country they're talking about my country you know and when she's like very strong about what she believes about. She will tell you what's going on more. She will, she will have more answers and more feelings. Because, like I told you, look, look. I mean, we were here. Her father passed away during the war. We couldn't go down there, you know. She couldn't see her father. Um, her her brother's still in war, you know. And we have a, she still has a sister there, two nephews, a grandma, very sick, uncles that, you know, they have families. And for her, it's hard and it's very tough. And I'm always, you know, she's always looking at the news. She's always trying to, to you know, she's a very positive woman. She's very strong, but I can see her sadness, you know, inside of her and her eyes. Sometimes when I am looking at her and I'm like, it makes me, makes me go down, you know, and I feel bad. And probably feel helpless. I can't do nothing, man. It's, it's like when we got out from war, you know, we, it didn't start this. I mean, it's not like I'm. I went to put this guy and say, "Hey, you know what? Come on, man. Me and you, one on one. No, yeah. no. I didn't say none. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's that feeling of helplessness. It's not that. It's not that Putin said something mean to your wife and you can go kick his ass. Yeah. Is it's what the fuck are you gonna do? It's columns of tanks and planes, and you're just like. It, it, it's emasculating. It. All you can yeah. do is continue to do what you're doing. 
this is something that will go with us for the rest of forever. our lives. Yeah, forever. One night at five o'clock in the morning, we receive a phone call saying Ukraine is being attacked. Go go downstairs to your bunker. I got up, I told my wife, it's not true, not yet. It's not happening here. There's no alarms. As soon as I said there's no alarms, damn. It 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 it's gonna be there forever, man. Because we remember this night. So like if it, if it happened yesterday, just like that. Sure. But the reality is, is it will never go away. I mean, I've talked to you about this. I mean, I lost an older brother to suicide, April 15th, 2014. I can still remember it like it's yesterday. And then through, you know, ups and downs and years of stress and self-hatred and anger, and it still hasn't left me. But eventually you come to the realization of, uh, like, again, like we talked about earlier, you know, a strong military is, this is probably the best case scenario. Eventually you come to peace with the fact that trauma happened, that it's not fair, that there's nobody you can blame. And then you have to go, well, what am I going to do with this now? It's not, no, it's not your fault. It's not your responsibility, but it is yours now and it's not going away. And I try to, you know, incorporate my brother into almost every podcast. I, you know, talk about mental health. I try to make the most of it because as much as I would like to just make it not happen, that's impossible. So you eventually kind of hit this moment where you go, this shit isn't going away. What do we do from here? And you become constructive with it and it's never perfect. And if you can make it go away, you make it go away. Mm-hmm. but you're an adult and you have the realization that it's not going away. So what do we do from here? And I can only imagine that that's what you're doing with the kids you're helping with the toys you're giving them is it's not going away. And it's a shitty thing. It's not the answer you want, but the reality is, is it'll be here when you're 90, you're still going to think about it. It's never going to go the, the fuck away. And that's just a shitty part of life. But if you don't do anything about it, you're going to go insane or you're going to just start drinking alcohol and be depressed like I was for several years. You have to come to peace with the fact that it happened, that it's not fair, and that it just sucks. It just sucks. What will you do with it? And you can find peace in that. It's not the best answer, but it is the answer. And I think that's what you need to continue to do is it's been almost almost nine years since my brother died. I'm I'm farther ahead than I ever have been with it. I'm I'm for the most part at peace with it. I you know when I think about him, I smile. You are I mean the war is still going on. It's been what ten months since February. You're yeah. still it's still it's still new and fresh. It, it's probably it's probably going to take a decade. It's probably going to be around twenty thirty that you come to any sort of peace with what's happening. And the sooner you acknowledge that, the sooner you can start to move forward. It's just, 
It's just what it is. So if your car breaks down, you can be angry that it broke down. You can blame the manufacturer. You can blame the guy at the gas station. But eventually it dawns on you that the car broke down. It's raining. And now I have to walk home. Just stop bitching and start walking. And to me, that's what it took me about five years to have that realization to go. It sucks. It's always going to (laughs) suck. Let's start moving. And I think that's you. It's going to take you years, man. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. And you're still going to have assholes like me mispronouncing your last name. But you will find peace in it eventually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, eventually, I have to teach him how to say my last name somehow. <laughs> well, that's the most important thing of all of this is forget the, forget the fucking war. What it really comes down yeah. to is it's Luhan. That's the importance. But yeah. you'll find peace in it, man. And it's and the weird thing is, is not only will you find peace in it, but when enough time passes, you will actually start to be thankful that the trauma happened. Because it will, you'll look back and realize that it caused you to make changes to your life that you never would have taken otherwise. And that's the, me and my brothers always say it. There's nothing worse than losing a sibling. And if I could change it tomorrow, I would. But I can't. And so I have to say that it's the best thing that ever happened to me. It has forced me to become a better person. It has forced me to open my heart. It has forced me to stop giving a shit about anything. It has forced me to have more courage than ever. It has forced me to be more empathetic. If I could get rid of it, I would, but I can't. And so instead, I've made it the best thing that's ever happened to me. And there will be a day where you not only come to peace with this, you'll be doing something 20 years from now and you'll go, you know what? This never would have happened had we not moved to Spain. And it's a weird feeling. You're going to feel guilty because you're going to say, am I grateful for this? But it's a beautiful thing. And you can either do that or you can dwell on it forever and go insane. So it's it's up to you, man. It is. It is. I know. Yeah, believe me, I'm, I'm, I'm we're pushing. We're pushing, man. <laughs> yeah. Um I know you have uh, it's almost time. Yeah, uh, we got yeah, we got wrap up. I, I needed uh just to tell you that my wife wants to uh wants to have an interview with you. I would love she, to she and then also at the same time, but we need to, I'll tell you, there's another person that he's in war too. His name is Andrew and he's a friend of us also. He can, he's one of the guys that he's taking things to the, to the red zone and coming back all the time. So you will be able to, uh, that's the guy I, I send you the picture. Gotcha. Okay. And he wants to talk about um, about what's going on down there too a little I'd bit love to. with you and we just need to figure out what day we'll and schedule it yeah and also if if there's anybody uh that can help from your audience not with money we don't need money what we need is jobs jobs remote jobs for people that they are qualified in Ukraine, for their their Ukrainian woman, they need some type of job that they can work from home. Okay. And they they, I mean, there's a lot of them. They're qualified. They 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 also speak English, like my wife. You know, there's a lot of them. There's tons of people. They need jobs. And if someone you know listening to this or some that they have somehow the way to do it, it would be amazing. You know, if they can help with this. 
I've got another I've got another podcast after this, but send me some texts like right now about set up an interview with your wife. It'll be in the new year. This is the last I'm closing the podcast down until New Year's. Okay. So we'll do it, we'll do it in like two weeks or something. Sure. Send me a text about your wife. Send me a text about the the Andrew. And then um send me a text about uh remote jobs. I think yeah, that would that's definitely something I think people could do. At the very least, I can try to help with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, like I said, it's it, we're not asking for money, you know. Money. No, no, sure. It's it's I think you should like I think you should take a video or something and just explain what it is. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just take that video and upload it. Yeah. I'll just you can just you can explain it. You don't need to have my stupid Eric Luhan. No, you can you you can just describe it. I think that's yeah. so, 12 there are 12,000 people subscribed to this podcast. I'm sure so, at least one knows of a remote job that a Ukrainian person could do. So I think we could at least get one. It's that's well, we have a yeah, we, we have a lot of uh they, they speak, you know, three or four languages. Like my wife she speaks five languages. Jesus. Uh yeah. And uh How many can you speak? Uh, I can speak three. That's still pretty good. Yeah. I can speak one. Not bad. I failed German. <laughs> that's another class i failed um <laughs> i think we could well let, let's uh let's manage worry, expectations i, 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 I fail french man <laughs> french is who the fuck wants to talk that napoleon, napoleon's a loser but that, <laughs> that 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 fucking midget they got an eiffel tower and bread fuck off um <laughs> but let's um you know like we said about you helping those families i don't think they think it's nothing so let's try to aim to get one job for one person. And if we can do that, then we'll aim for two. I mean, obviously, it'd be great to get a million. But if we can get a remote job for one person, I highly doubt that that will be meaningless to them. So mm-hmm. um, let's let's talk later. I'll text you later tonight. Well, I know you're really far ahead of, if you're asleep. But let's definitely, we'll, we can put up a video about that specifically, about uh, remote jobs and I'm sure just, someone listening knows something somewhere. If anybody's list, just any anything, is there one remote job we can get? I think we can at least do one. And if we yeah. do one, we'll try to get two. And if we do two, we'll try to get three. And we'll yeah, let's 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 do for one first, and then let's aim for like, one. Aim for more. Aim, aim for one. It's a we yeah. can do it. You, me. There are twelve thousand subscribers. I'm sure that we can muster up our brain power. And get one remote job. If we can't do that, then we should probably just fucking quit. <laughs> if if twelve thousand of us can't get one remote job, we Go should pro- we should probably pack it in. But uh, yeah, and Eric, most of these people are women that they don't have no one. They're just yeah, women and the kids. Uh, yeah. I have more than two hundred women right here in Toledo. Uh, uh, that they need help, that I'm taking care uh, care of it. I'm helping with food. I'm helping with a lot of stuff that I, you know, the most I can. But yeah. we need jobs for them. Yeah. Well, hey, send me send me those messages right now. I got another podcast that I got to do, so I'll I'll text mm-hmm. you after, but like an hour or two from now, and we'll set it up. And let's. I think we can do that. Let's let's aim for one, and if we okay. do one, we'll go for two. I think we can do Super. that. I think we can. Yeah. Do that. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do and if we can't do it, then I mean, I'll, I'll, we'll, I'll shut down the podcast. <laughs> I'll, that will be the right, that will be God telling me that I suck. He'll be like, hey, dude, you fucking son of a guy. All right. No, man, um, it's not going to happen. It's not, not going to happen. We're going to get he's it. He's not going to let you, man. He's not We're, letting me. He's not going to let you either. <laughs> you're damn right. You're damn right. 
Eric, Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Happy Christmas, New man. Year's. I love you, brother. We're gonna get love through you too, this. You're gonna, you, I promise you, you're gonna look back on this one day. Not only is it are you gonna be at peace with it, you're actually gonna be grateful for it. And it might it might take a decade. Just just full disclosure, it might take 10 years. In five sure. years, if it hasn't happened, don't come yelling at me. 2032, I you'll be looking back at this and something great will happen. I I promise you. If it doesn't, I'll fucking you can have the podcast. I'll quit. <laughs> All right, brother. It, it will happen. It, it has will. to, man. It has to. We got no choice. We got no choice. Yeah. Fuck else are we gonna do? What else are we gonna do? Play video games? I'm fucking tired of it. I'm just... fuck that. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna try to get one fucking job for one person, one remote. That's my that's our new job. We got one, we got one thing to do. That's literally it. If we fail at that, then I need to have a long, hard look in the mirror. Um, I'll just become a stripper. I don't know. I got nothing else going. <laughs> Eric, right, I love buddy. you, brother. Merry I love you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Send me those texts as a reminder, and I will try to get back tonight. And if I don't, we'll talk tomorrow, and we'll get it up there, and we'll get the video up there and get it going, and we'll schedule one with your wife and schedule one with Andrew, all right? Andrew, yes. They're ready. They're ready for you. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. All right, brother. Take care, Eric.